0: I hate it.
1: Mmm, yes. Mmm. Mmm. Oh, this is nice. Are,
0: are we on? Mm hmm. <laughs> are we really starting this way?
1: It's yes. We're starting this way. Mm. Oh, hello. Mmm. Mmm.
0: Okay, that's, I don't even like that.
1: <laughs> we are classy, so we're smoking because we're this very sophisticated. Our,
0: this is our smoking episode. Do as we say, not as we do, chids. <laughs>
1: I mean, I should clarify, because I'm always going on about not smoking cigarettes anymore. I'm smoking a pipe, which is super different. And- yes,
0: and something you used to do when you still smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was going to smoke a pipe, but it was way over on the other side of the basement. And also, <laughs> I get frustrated with pipes. Yeah, they are frustrating Because I have to relight them, and I just don't have the patience. Part of the trick,
1: I think, still is... you. Uh, I should probably bring the microphone in a little bit. Part of the trick is you really have to... You really have to pack the tobacco to the right like firmness so that it keeps yeah. smoldering. Yeah, you, know? you don't
0: want it too tight. Mm-hmm. I just haven't done it enough to master that. Also, um, instead I am smoking a really old uh wine black and mild <laughs> yeah,
1: it's very old. I wonder if this has a date on the packaging.
0: I don't know, but it is not burning evenly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> These things have to be so old.
0: Were they did I buy those?
1: You, you might... Okay, so you bought some, Chris bought some, and both packages are down here.
0: So, Black and Miles <clears> are my drunk smoke.
1: Yeah. You might need to light that again. I
0: think I do. It's <laughs> already dead. This guy? No, I have this oh. supercharged butane one. Because
1: we're really cool and classy. Mm. Wow. That's the sound it's a sound of pleasure. That's a great sound. It's a sound of pleasure. Pure smoking pleasure.
0: So, again... Do as we say, not as we do.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> smoking
0: right isn't cool, kids.
1: <laughs> Chris always says, smoking isn't cool. Smokers are cool.
0: That's true.
1: It might be true. It kind of is true. true. <laughs> I
0: mean, not all smokers are cool.
1: Yeah, some of them are dicks.
0: But some of them are cool.
1: Yeah. It's like 50-50. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Whatever the odds are for anyone being cool. Mm-hmm. Those mm, odds. are well smokers.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm, my goodness, I do really. Enjoy, I I have not enjoyed uh, a pipe too much. Uh, every now and then, I do on the Tuesday Dude Cast. This is my first time enjoying a pipe on this podcast.
0: Let's be clear, Dave smokes every. He smokes a pipe every day. He just doesn't enjoy it most of the <laughs> time. <night. laughs>
1: Typically, I hate it. God, <laughs> you think I want to do this? I feel like a fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> no, you smoke a pipe occasionally.
1: Mm-hmm. It is nice. It's you know honestly it's just something it's just something ruminating about it you know something to make uh, it feels you feel classy. like a you feel like Sherlock Holmes
0: yeah and it's also it's the fact that it is something you have to take more care with because mm-hmm. you might have to relight it's like yeah It takes a little it's little... an activity in and of itself
1: it, it goes is. well
0: with like pondering the world and drinking tea
1: yeah it does. <laughs> it's it, again it's contemplative it's something you yeah. and we watched together the episode of uh, Comedians and Cars <clears throat> Getting Coffee where Larry David is explaining the difference between cigarette smoking and and cigar smoking do you remember that?
0: I don't remember the specifics of what he said. We definitely watched that episode. I just can't remember shit.
1: This would be great for our Sight Gags podcast. Oh, yeah. It's all, you know, like, it's hard to convey over the the microphone, but that idea of someone with a cigarette back and forth between their face and their fingers, looking around frantic, like, oh, someone help me, that kind of face, (laughs) as they smoke, as opposed to that cool, collected, slowly bring a cigar to your lips, slow draw, pull it away, wait, and then puff. (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's just such a
1: chill experience, a cigar smoke. It's totally different. It is. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And
0: people do it for different reasons than why they smoke cigarettes. And I think Same that's thing a, with cigars.
1: Yeah, I think that's the big difference, is a cigarette is a maintenance activity that you just have to do it because it's part of what you always do.
0: Cigars and um, pipe smoking is generally... Uh, leisure activity.
1: Yeah. You, like, go away and put on a special jacket to
0: do it. <laughs> you know? But, but not for everyone. I mean, there are people who would say they're addicted to mm-hmm. smoking cigars or smoking um, pipes. I Who was I talking to who said they smoked a cigar every single day? And I was just like... <sighs> That's a lot.
1: That's a commitment. That's a lot. That's an
0: hour. I, I smoke half a cigar and I throw up on myself <laughs> in front of large groups of people. So mm. And then I go take a shower, take a nap.
2: <laughs> and
1: I'm back, and, then, in and back in the game. I'm back
0: and in the game and drink some more. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing that
1: I did. That's one way to do it. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you're me it is.
1: Um so anyway, aside from smoking <laughs>
0: What we want to talk about? It's
1: another lovely Wednesday. It is. Spring is nigh upon us.
0: Uh, this is the weekend we jump ahead.
1: Oh my god! I am so not looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, I know. My mom tricked me. <laughs> what? <laughs> she was like, "Oh yeah, there's a weekend we we um, change the clocks." I'm like, like last oh, okay. weekend. No. The other night, she was telling me, and I was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, we get an extra hour of sleep. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And then the next day, she's like, I was wrong. (laughs) Wishful misled you.
1: Wishful thinking.
0: I was like, goddammit. Mm-hmm. At least... At least I found out before. Yeah, right. And <laughs> not the next day when I'm like, why am I so tired? Yeah, why, am
1: I, yeah, why am I exhausted?
0: I stayed up till four in the morning thinking I was going to get that hour back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the worst. If you tried to game it that way and you got the, the switch wrong.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like happy two <laughs> hours of sleep day.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. I've been watching the new Queer Eye lately.
1: Yeah, you mentioned it to me a little bit last uh, was it Sunday or you yeah, know somewhere time on the weekend. Yeah. We were talking the about The way it.
0: they describe it in their intro I think is very appropriate. There is a specific way they're trying to approach the show and I think they're handling it pretty okay for what it is. Sensitive to the times we live yes, in. Yes. And also the the way they phrased it was the first iteration of the show was about tolerance. Yes. And the, this second iteration of the show is about acceptance. And they discuss some, like, big topics. They obviously chose the people who are on the show in part based on what kind of big issues can we tackle. Right. Um, and I don't want to talk about every single one because I don't want to ruin it for people, but yeah. they talk about things that are very, like, on people's minds and appropriate. And they do it in a way that's, like, Partly, I'm like, okay, come on, guys. You're very specifically making this a thing. But also, it's believable. Like, they have, so there are five gay guys. Mm -hmm. There's the Fab Five. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Their eyes are queer. They're here. Get used to
0: it. Get
1: used to it. (laughs) Just the eyes, though. Just the eyes. Yeah, the rest of them's super hetero.
0: Yeah, I mean, they really like looking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Something about you smoking a black and mild made that so much funnier to me as you just kind of pulled it away with a knowing look in your eye. That's what I do. You get a little groucho when you got a black and mild in your hand.
0: I can't do the eyebrows.
1: Yeah, that's, again, Psych Gags podcast.
0: I've got, like, permanent Botox.
1: (laughs) Anyway, I'm sorry. You were saying there's Um, five guys.
0: So, obviously, five different backgrounds and experiences, so it's understandable that they would each have something to lend to specific situations like, Oh, yeah. this is a thing I've been through, or this was something I was concerned about when I first met you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like one of, one of them is black and the beginning of one of the episodes, <clears throat> they get pulled over the black guy happens to be driving and they're all kind of freaking out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And then they realize it was just kind of a joke because the guy who it turns out they're going to be, like, making over is a cop. And the guy who suggested him, like, who um, wanted him to be made over yeah. is also a cop. So the friend is the one who pulled them over. And he was, like, kind of giving them a hard time. And then he was like, no, no, no I'm his friend. Yeah, And, of course, I'm sure that's, like, scripted for the show.
1: <laughs> that's what I was sitting here going, like, that it must not be a coincidence. I put the black guy in the driver's seat in 2018.
0: Right. But this. um, they used it to get into a discussion. Sure. And it was the, the things they talk about, I think, are important and meaningful. And it's an entertaining, silly show that I watched like several episodes of in a row while working on some stuff. I'm trying to finish up for the fundraiser. Yeah. Mainly making posters. Mm-hmm. Which has been fun but time consuming. So, right. <clears throat> I've been I'm I was like I don't want to watch. I've really been watching a lot of roller derby too. Yes, but I can't watch roller derby and do something else. Like I need to be watching roller derby. So
1: yeah, it's the same thing. You know, I can I can put on a hockey game for example and try to get some work done, but I'm not going to get anything done. Right, to like watch the I've play develop. I
0: have listened to roller derby. It's just way more fun to actually be watching it, and I learn a lot more when I watch. So right. Also, sometimes there are some incredible plays like the one I showed you the other night. Yeah. Where the jammer just got through the pack really quickly and did a bunch of really great footwork and like scored a bunch of points really fast. Yeah. And she was just like swinging herself around and going by on one leg while someone almost knocked her over. And I'm just like, this is... Is amazing. Right. I think you were half asleep, and I was like, "No, you need to watch this." <laughs>
1: no, I... no, I was, I was awake. I remember this. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I was tired that night, but I remember seeing. Oh it, no! You
0: I all need right? the ashtray.
1: Oh no! You oh drop no, ashes. I don't.
0: Oh no, I don't, because it already ashed all over me. That's okay. It's fine. Um. This is this is okay.
1: That's good. That's, <laughs> this is good. It's my life now. It's a good thing.
0: It's like it's like the dog at the table with the fire. <laughs> it's fine.
1: Um, you soon right? to
0: be me when the ashes catch the blanket on fire. Now nah, they're I'm okay.
1: So anyway, to the core point you were trying to make about <laughs> queer eye, they, it's like they're using 2008. They're using the the changing attitudes in our culture to not just make it like. The thing that these five guys bring to the table is that they're gay. It's like okay, yeah, there's like, a lot more to a okay, person. Okay, you
0: guys are mostly tolerating us. Let's let's talk about like some big topics that yeah. don't even necessarily have to do specifically with them being gay,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but other stuff as right. well. And I think they're doing a good job of like relating to the people they have on yeah. the show, like. One of them came from an Indian, one of the people they were making over comes from an Indian background. Yeah. And one of the guys comes from a Pakistani background. Obviously not exactly the same, but there are some similarities. Mm -hmm. And, uh. India and Pakistan
1: kind of hate each other, don't they? I can't remember. Someone tell me, (laughs) someone who knows geography and culture explain. I'm
0: not sure. I mean, apparently they argue about cricket a lot because that was a joke that was made. I could see it. Um. Cause the guy had a cricket ball in his closet. And, I don't know. And the guy from Pakistan was like, I have a cricket ball in my closet too. And I'm like, That's not normal. <laughs> Even <laughs> yeah, for right. Indian and Pakistan people, right? Like to keep it specifically in your closet? I
1: don't know. It seems a little it seems a little niche. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But he used it. It was actually really funny. He used it as a like look we're not all that different I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. okay we're,
1: we're no. not that different we both have weird stuff in our closets
0: yeah. if you keep a cricket ball in your closet let us know we <laughs> want to hear about that yeah
1: and also why <laughs> yeah. that's
0: where it goes i guess
1: uh,
0: where are you gonna keep your cricket ball I don't the question be... is where's the bat
1: that's a great question under the bed under the bed
0: that's a uh, that's a self burglar. Yeah, yeah, that's a burglar-beaten bat. That's
1: a, the same reason hard to say. <laughs> a, bur- a burglar-beaten bat. Burglar that's a
0: burglar-beaten bur- bat.
1: I best reckon that's a burglar-beaten bat, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah, the Same reason I have an aluminum bat by my bed, despite the fact that I'm <clears throat> way too fat and out of shape to play baseball.
0: <laughs> I don't have any weapons by my bed. Yeah. It's a damn shame.
1: You just need those man-crushing thighs.
0: It's true. I got those if always. Bur-
1: if someone comes in, he's trying to burgle, What do you do? Okay, <laughs> just I'm wrap the- my
0: thighs around us.
1: There you go. <laughs> See, I'm the burglar. I come into the bedroom and I'm like, "Give me your money," and you do what?
0: I do a flying V kick <laughs> <at your head. laughs> <laughs> and trap your neck between my thighs, and, and then you crush
1: the man, bring I guess. you down. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: I thought about good this. thinking. <laughs> cool thinking. Good thinking. Um. <laughs>
1: No one will burgle you again.
0: Yeah, I live in the basement, so huh. it doesn't really matter. None of this matters. No one matters. You don't
1: think they'll head to the basement after they've burgled the rest of the house? Probably not. Okay. <clears throat> I guess people keep their valuables in their bedrooms and they just think they're all upstairs.
0: Yeah. I mean, they might come to the basement, but by then I would have called 911. That's true. Got so I probably loaded. won't. Yeah. I'll, I'll have them there. You know, <laughs> I don't ever take them off.
1: Yeah, you always <laughs> keep your thighs on your person in case keep you need my to defend on my yourself. person.
0: Yeah. Just in case.
1: <laughs> Weird.
0: Yep. Never remove those bad boys. Yeah. It's like people with their guns. Yeah. Keeping them loaded.
1: You guys, uh, you guys need As tickets if you're listening? Do you need tickets S- to, to the, the gun, gun show? show. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, there's a beach ball I'm looking for.
0: <laughs> I think it's over there. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway. <laughs> a, I, honestly, I don't have anything else for the, our opening
0: here. Uh, then maybe we should talk about the news. Yeah, I think we should talk about the news. So the news is a little game we like to play. It's mm-hmm. a little quizzy quiz. Mm-hmm. I have come up with two fake news stories. Okay. But I've also found a true news story
1: also known as twos
0: twos <laughs> and you're going to tell me what is the twos
1: okay I, I will tell you what is the twos
0: i don't want to ash all over myself again yeah. okay there we go
1: <laughs> good thinking <laughs> I'm just going to be that? tommy What's wise that? it's tommy wise okay
0: i thought that's what good good thinking
1: <laughs> you think <laughs> <of> everything
0: <laughs> a specific weird little slur Yeah.
1: speech you can't ever just get words out of his Fucking mouth. Those has to get, you know, gnarled up in there.
0: Yeah. It's like they they consider turning back about halfway through.
1: <laughs> it's verbal retreat. But by
0: then it's too late.
1: <laughs> 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 okay, are you right. ready? Yeah, I think <clears throat> so.
0: New brand Earth Food produces protein alternative made from ethically raised earthworms.
2: Hmm.
1: All right.
0: Next one. Federal law bans smoking in car with children present. That's apropos.
2: Mmm. Okay. Third one.
0: Vienna Vegetable Orchestra have cornered vegetable instrument market.
1: <laughs> wow, those were two really <laughs> normal kind of stories. Well, I guess the earthworm thing is kind of weird, but it seemed both of those were just kind of straightforward. And then even a vegetable orchestra. They've cornered
0: the vegetable instrument market. <laughs> I contain multitudes, David.
1: <laughs> I guess so. That is interesting. You want them again? I totally do. <clears throat> I have no idea what I'm going to do on this one.
0: New brand Earth Food produces protein alternative made from ethically raised earthworms. Okay. Federal law bans smoking on car with children present. Mm -hmm. Vienna Vegetable Orchestra have cornered vegetable instrument market.
1: I didn't know vegetable instruments were a thing. But I'm. That's why they have it cornered. I'm I'm starting to. That one feels like it must be the real one because it's so weird.
0: Maybe I did it on purpose. I mean, that's how I get you.
1: Because it's so... Okay, so I could totally imagine there's only <laughs> one band that makes music using exclusively vegetables,
0: and that's them.
1: I can see it. I'm going trues on that. am going okay. trues. Trues.
0: You're right. Yes! Good guess. Oh, yes! I had a really hard time coming up with <laughs> stories, and I did not do a good job of no, matching no, tone.
1: The The, fir- the first one <clears throat> I really thought might actually be the one. Because people not. eat all kinds of shit.
0: There's a cricket manufacturer in Youngstown. That's right. We've, I've eaten those crickets. So have I. Yeah.
1: Had them, uh, had them in a little cuppy at Susie's hot dogs. It was yeah. weird to me. They taste okay.
0: Yeah, they are crunchy.
1: They have an aftertaste.
0: Of course, you're eating bugs.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wise okay. words of wisdom. <laughs>
0: So Vienna Vegetable Orchestra have cornered Vegetable Instrument Market. It's from an article um, from noisy.vice.com. Okay. The subtitle here is, Who Else Would Make a Carrot Organ? <laughs>
1: <clears throat> yeah, good question, Vice.
0: Playing with more instruments than your average prog band, the Vienna Vegetable Orchestra have been going for 15 years now. Covering songs by Kraftwerk, which I want (laughs) to hear, and making their own pieces, they've had moderate success touring the world and making various albums. I chatted to Tamara Wilhelm, who's part of the orchestra playing the parsley, about how (laughs) different a carrot can sound feeding their fans and vegetable puns. And it's a whole interview, which I don't want to uh, really read the whole thing, but (laughs) they... They make their own instruments out of vegetables, and they Ooh. they play music, which there's a clip that we should listen to later.
1: You said playing the parsley
0: about she, that woman? She plays the parsley. How does one play <laughs> the parsley? Got no clue.
1: Isn't it just that sort of, like, grassy part? The parsley? Isn't it just kind of grassy, herby thing?
0: Yeah, I don't know how she does it. Wow.
1: Man, there's a lot to learn. About vegetables.
0: It, honestly, it's kind of seeming like they might make, I'm well, that makes sense. You have to be continually making new instruments, because vegetables have a shelf life.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. They don't so generally stick around.
0: It's like they put the veggies on the rider, and they make their instruments for the show. Wow. Like, at each place. But that means, like, they have to be very specific. Yeah. About what they get, because the shape and size and... You know, stuff like that can really affect the sound of the instrument, and then I'm sure the tuning and all that.
1: Oh my, that's God. like
0: really intricate and cool. It is <laughs> okay. she said they asked, "What's her personal favorite?" She said, "I like parsley. It can make cricket sounds, and it's very difficult to play." And they said, "How did you make that?" She said, "You just buy the parsley, rub the stems when it's humid, and they sound like a cricket.
1: No way."
0: I believe that. That I, makes sense. That's
1: so strange. But that's
0: how you play the parsley.
1: <laughs> now we know.
0: And it's not easy.
1: Try this at home with your own parsley.
0: Yeah, make sure it's humid though.
1: You got a, you got an ash on your chest. There it goes. Uh, Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm bad on the timing. That's all right. It's okay.
1: I did not. You know, I see because I thought okay, you can play like a like a pumpkin. I can play a pumpkin. <laughs> I could find some stuff to bang on a pumpkin. That'd be easy. <laughs> it's true. Uh, parsley was definitely the least musical thing I would have ever it's thought. It's so
0: creative. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: how did you feel when people said that it was wasteful to use vegetables in that way? She said, It's true, we don't eat the vegetables on stage, but compared to what's wasted every day, it's really not that much. It's very biodegradable when compared to someone getting a new MacBook and leaving their old one to rot in a landfill.
1: Yeah. That's good, fuck you, back at the MacBook people. Yeah, that's
0: really pointed. (laughs) I wonder if
1: if the person interviewing them was, like, typing on a MacBook. Probably. I mean, like, that's the first thing I would do is look around and be like, well, no, look at your stupid crap.
0: He's like, how did you know that that I just did that today?
1: (laughs) Because it's still got the electro safety sticker on the top.
0: In the ending note, I bet you must get the best vegetable puns thrown in meetings. And she says, "Not really, I tire of them."
1: Is that, uh, is that a vegetable? Is there a vegetable? There's joke not in there? a vegetable okay. pun. She's
0: just saying she she's tired of vegetable buns. But I like the phrasing. Just, I, tire of, I them.
1: tire of them. I
0: tire of them. Mm, I tire of them.
1: Mm. I tire of these I'm vegetable buns. of your
0: veggie buns.
1: <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, sounds kind of bougie. A
0: little bit, little bit bougie playing that parsley like a cricket.
1: A little bougie.
0: This is not enjoyable, but I'm going to keep smoking it. <laughs> it's a little hot uh, down at the end here.
1: Well, that was a pretty good news quiz. Yeah. I definitely was, I was torn on the first and third one, so that was by the skin of my teeth, that one.
0: And, and just to be clear about that second one, there is no federal law, not that you can't smoke in a car with a child, but there are some state laws about that. There's just nothing federal.
1: I think Ohio has laws against that. Yeah. I'm fairly certain. New York, definitely. The bigger, sort of, uh, bigger states. I'm sure California does. Be surprised if they didn't.
0: Oh my goodness. Okay.
1: Oh my goodness. What?
0: Oh my goodness. Uh, one of my friends is going to North Carolina to go get a pair of skates. You're just Facebooking on the podcast. Sorry. I was trying <laughs> to get back to. Um, yeah. Yeah. My Google Drive and it popped up. Ah, what? that's how Facebook works. <laughs> <laughs> I did not instinctually open Facebook like I do every time I open my phone. Yeah, that's alright. Um. So yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get into my little segment?
1: Yes, I do. Let's oh, talk about the middle segment. My here. little middle segment. It's
0: it's
1: just a little f- one in the
0: middle. <laughs> <laughs> You're goofy tonight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, I had a hellish past couple days, and today wasn't so bad. So yeah. <clears throat> compared to the past two, In so
1: unimaginable hell of your own personal design.
0: Well, I didn't. I didn't design it.
1: Designed for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, if there was a god, I would say that he was really socking it to me. <laughs>
1: Sucking it, too really
0: way. socking it, Socking today. it. Okay, I think I'm sock- done with this. I can no longer safely no. smoke that.
1: No, you're gonna set your hand on fire. Yes, and <laughs> probably breathe some melted plastic.
0: Yes, mm, melted plastic, my mm.
2: favorite.
0: Okay, so. I want to follow Link, not remove Link. I do this every time. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I have to talk myself through it. They put them right next to each other.
1: That's that's not good design.
0: That's poor design, Don't Google put Drive.
1: the delete and the go button next to each other. Yeah,
0: I will always accidentally choose delete. <laughs> um,
1: Thanks a lot, Google.
0: <clears throat> I want to talk. <clears throat>
1: but, I About, but I can't. But <laughs> I can't
0: because I'm dying. That's what I get for smoking once. Yep. Um about an article that's been going around. A lot of my friends have been sharing it and I decided to read it like last week and then I was reminded of it again because more friends shared it Okay. and went, I'm going to talk about that because it's real crazy.
1: Okay. I don't probably know what this is because I've you been... You
0: have been pretty radio silent on Facebook, so uh, you probably yeah. know.
1: I've been on the sort of like a Facebook free island foraging for nuts and fruits by <laughs> yeah, myself, like that—a self-imposed exile.
0: It's from the article is from New York Magazine. Okay. And the title of the article is "Worst Roommate Ever." Okay. And the quote beneath it, and the quote from the article that they brought up to be like the <coughs> subtitle, is "You've got your whole life in front of you. You're pretty. You got this house. Well, you don't have this house anymore. This house is my house." Okay. It's a direct quote. Okay. <laughs> so I suggest people read this article. I probably There's won't. lots I think you should. Okay. There's lots of twists and turns and details. I can't get into all of it, nor do I want to like spoil it for yeah, anybody. Right. But basically, um this person the way the article opens up they really tell a good narrative. Yeah. In this article. It's really well written. Um the At the beginning of the article, the, this individual named Alex Miller is looking for a roommate. She's in a tight spot financially, and she really needs someone to move in as soon as possible. And this guy kind of shows up at her doorstep and is like, Hey, I saw you. were looking for a roommate. I'm in a really bad position. I'm here helping out family. I need a place to stay. I have my dog. I have my cat. Would it be okay? Like... Can Do you want to see if this will work? And they talk and they got along okay.
2: Yeah. He was
0: older. Um, he was like 60, but appeared to be... He looked more like 40. Okay. Um, and she was 31. Okay. <clears throat> they got along okay. Their dogs got along okay. Seemed like it wouldn't be a problem. Um, first couple weeks, things were fine. And then things started getting weird. Um, now... He claimed to be a lawyer or to have been a lawyer. It seems like he claimed to be a lawyer.
2: Okay. Every
0: now and then he would just throw legalese at her and legal terms at her. Now, she had worked for a lawyer before, too, so she was also familiar with some of these terms.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. So basically, like, she would do something he didn't like and he would try to turn around and be like, well, you're violating this or you're doing this and – things escalated and got more and more strange. Like she threw a cigarette butt in the toilet and he threw legalese at her and was like, well, I'm not paying my rent this month.
1: Oh my. Um, Okay. How is that immediately like, then you're going to leave?
0: Right. Um, The first thing he did, like he kind of eased her into this behavior. First thing he did was say, um, She went to him with his part of the utilities and was like, here's what you owe. And he's like, I'm not paying that because that's for a time before when I was moved in. And she didn't think it was, but she's like, okay. She was taken aback by his sudden, very sudden shift in tone. Yeah. And like mannerisms and was like, okay. Yeah. um, Maybe I'm wrong. All right. I'll let it go. And then things just escalate. It gets weirder and weirder. Um. She came home one day and all of her light bulbs were gone. He had moved them into lamps in his room. Mm -hmm. Um, Another time not long after that, the chairs from the dining room table were missing. She opened the door to his room and he had fashioned them into a desk. Okay. Um, (laughs) That's weird. Weirder and weirder stuff. Okay. Okay. So she's she ends up mentioning this to her mom, and her mom Googles him. So he said his name was Jed Creek.
1: Jed Creek.
0: That he was a lawyer from New York. He had grown up just outside Philadelphia, and this was in New Jersey. He sounds like a character
1: were. on the Dukes of Hazard. He doesn't sound like a yeah. real person.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah, It's and it's not a real person because that's not his real name. I figured we were going her, there. When her mom, obviously she, her daughter's relaying all these crazy stories to her. and She's like, that's not right. Right. She does a little bit of Googling and finds articles about him. Mm -hmm. And contacts her daughter and says, you need to put a stop to this. Read these right now. Like, you're not dealing with a good person here.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, Basically, she found articles about other people who dealt with him doing this. He would move in. And kind of try to take over and make their lives a living hell. Wow. Um, make it like he lived there, like it was their place. And that's what that quote, he actually said that to someone that he did this to. Yeah. That quote at the top. Um, that alone is weird. Yeah, it is. And that alone is enough. This article delves into his past, how he became who he was, and... Um,
1: it sounds like he, a very low-rent con man.
0: And they they address that, except for the fact that he's not being clever.
1: Right, exactly. He's, he's like, not good.
0: <laughs> he's, like, brute-forcing his way into this. Yeah, which like,
1: people get tired of.
0: <clears throat> it escalates. Yeah. It gets worse than that. It goes in a direction you have no idea it's going to go. Uh, I I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, it's really yeah, interesting. No, yeah,
1: but, yeah, definitely.
0: But please read that article. It's well written. It's interesting. It's more than you expect.
1: Wow. Um is worst roommate ever?
0: Worst roommate ever. Wow. It's the title of the article from New York Magazine. Um his real name if you just want to look this guy up. Yeah. Is, is oh god i thought i would remember it and is, i don't
1: it's Haas mcgillicuddy yeah
0: why don't you guess his real name i'm it's, sure that's gonna work
1: it's jaleb crawdad
0: yeah d- no just keep going
1: okay it's stewart whimsy
0: close it's jameson bachman <laughs>
1: That also sounds like a fake name, but all right. Yeah, but that's his actual. <laughs> in, in fact, Bachman was actually Stephen King's real fake name.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's why I think that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, I suggest reading that article, and that then sounds good. I had a quick, tiny little thing that has been making both of us really happy. Okay. You and I found someone on YouTube who was like really weird to us, and yeah. we needed validation from our friends. Yes. So we were showing them the videos of this person. Yeah. And then one of our friends, was it? Tr-
1: no, it was Drew. It was Drew, Drew. And Scott.
0: She was like,
1: Cause Scott found Scott this first.
0: just showed me this, and you will <laughs> love this. This yeah. guy is so weird, but great. He's fantastic. His name is Juanello. Caleb. Crog. <laughs> no, we're not guessing names okay. anymore. We yeah. finished that
1: part. It's Juanello, nineteen forty
0: two or six? Six, I think. 1946. But I'm gonna check.
1: Yeah, Juanello.
0: So it's J U A N E L O one nine yeah. four six. That's his YouTube name. What um, a
1: journey this is! What? No, I'm just saying this channel. What a journey oh, it is! Yeah, you will not be disappointed.
0: Apparently he's from Northeast Ohio, and we really want to stalk him. But we're like, where? But <laughs> well, that's, that's like,
1: weird. That's the internet lore. Is that it's it's in Northeast Ohio, yeah, somewhere. I don't
0: know if that's accurate.
1: I believe it. I really. It do. looks
0: like Ohio. Yeah, it does. It looks like Ohio,
1: but. And bluegill. We got a shit ton of bluegill here. I don't yeah. know if they're everywhere. But so there's basically, a the gist
0: here. of his channel is that he likes to fish, yeah. and he may or may not own have his own private lake. It kind of seems like it is. Yeah. Um, there's never anyone else there, right. and it's always stocked with fish, and he always catches some. I'm not sure to, there's not editing. to mention the name. Yeah. Um, a, lake catch a big one.
1: That's right. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which he could just be calling the lake. It doesn't be. necessarily named that, but I lake, like to think it is.
1: Catch a big one. Uh,
0: um. But Hi, he Dad. he catches fish, <laughs> and then he. Cooks a recipe of some sort with them. I'm sure he does stuff other than fish, but usually it's fish because that's what he likes to do. Yeah. Um, We just watched one where he made low-carb bread. Yeah. And then he tries to woo Miss Lulu Cheeks. (laughs) Miss
1: Lulu Cheeks. Celebrity food critic.
0: Celebrity food and restaurant critic extraordinaire. Right. And... She is clearly his wife in real life.
1: <laughs> yeah, like definitely his <laughs> wife, his very camera shy wife. Yes, that he always brings in anyway.
0: At the end of every video, yeah. and they they have some little gag. Like yeah. she
1: reviews his food. She re, she says how it was. Yeah, and then he tries to get her to stay or to. To go on a date with him, or he puts a doily on her head in the last one we watched. <laughs> Does this make you think of anything? She's like wearing, like obviously, like a like a shitty equivalent of a veil, like a you know, like a wedding it's veil.
0: Clearly a doily. It's a doily,
1: <laughs> and she's gone.
0: No, it's a weird gimmick for your YouTube videos. <laughs> of a weird gimmick for your videos.
1: <laughs> it's like mwah,
2: mwah
0: It's so cute. They're adorable. They really are. They're adorable, and. He's weird, but in such a good way. He's yeah. a bright spot on the internet. Search yeah. for the bright spots, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> There's honestly, so
1: few. Super wholesome entertainment. You watch an old man fish. God, yeah. this is how I know I'm getting old.
0: I
2: know.
1: Because this is my current I just want to watch thing.
0: people fish. <laughs> watch
1: an old man fish and feed his wife. <laughs> it's
0: also not like... Watching people fish in real time—it's like cut down. It's just the fun parts of watching people catch fish. Yeah, right. And talk about them, and it—he's great. He's really endearing and sweet. I went on Reddit to look up like what Mm. other people were saying about him. Yeah. Like you do, because when you found a bright spot on the internet, let's go to the darkest part of the internet and talk about it. Let's let's Um, consult
1: the pond scum on what they think. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and honestly, it was a lot of other people saying like this: "This guy is great." And yeah. someone said, "I'm a teacher, and I reward my students by letting them watch some of his videos." And yeah. he himself responded, yeah. and said thank you and like said something real cute. It was yeah. it was really really nice. Yeah, he, and said he brought he a tear to speak. his eye. Yes, that
1: so many kids liked him. Yes,
0: and uh, the the OP had said that she. Uh, her her students root for him and Miss Lulu Cheeks yeah. to get one together. Of these,
1: one of these days, he's <clears throat> going to he win said, her heart. He
0: said, um, these past 25 years, she's been more affectionate than the first 25, so he's hopeful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My favorite gag probably is that every time it's the end where he's talking to her, he says, I could probably call you Lulu right now, right? He always calls her Miss Lulu Cheeks and then goes, well, I guess I could probably call you Lulu now. Every video. Yeah. Every video.
0: It's real sweet. Yeah. And it makes me just smile unabashedly. And Yeah. I want to <sighs> fish
1: with that guy. I want to yeah. go fishing with him so bad.
0: Seriously. Yeah. I... On the one hand I keep thinking like my family used to own a lake. Yeah. That um you could have like reunions there, you could have a membership to it, you could go fishing, you could club. go swimming, yeah. yeah. And in my head I'm like, "Man, my grandpa could have done that." And then I'm like, "Not your grandpa." <laughs> <laughs> he was a curmudgeon. <laughs> yeah. This is,
1: maybe maybe wouldn't have turned out to be a, a YouTube, uh, a small YouTube star with a...
0: No way. Yeah, okay. He, he was the guy who yelled at you for <laughs> discussing anything with other people while playing Uno.
1: I see. Yeah. What you really, did he impose a silence rule during not, Uno? Not
0: complete silence, but if he felt like anyone was giving anyone hints at mm. like... Oh, they didn't call Uno. Yeah, he would right. get real mad.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: He was really more of a solitaire guy.
1: Very serious <laughs> about his about Uno. Yeah. yeah. Don't more.
0: mess with grandpa's Uno. <laughs>
1: well yeah, no, I second that uh that uh opinion that people should be watching more of this guy. Yes. Subscribe to Juan <clears throat> It's a super treat.
0: Oh, have I subscribed to him? We keep watching the videos like on the Chromecast. So I don't know if I've actually personally subscribed to yeah. him yet, but I will.
1: Yeah, I, I basically after the first episode, I was like, sub. yes, sub, Insta sub. Yeah, yeah,
0: I'm real into it. It makes me happy. So that's all I had. <clears throat> that's nice.
1: Uh, so let's uh, let's uh, take ourselves a little break, and we will come back in a minute with the main segment for this episode.
0: A little break, a break.
1: A little break, break. All right. All right. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> back to the goose chase podcast with no olives and no pimentos
0: yeah i'm just i'm having to sit with my craving Ah, man that's really weird considering i just ate m&ms and jelly beans
1: (laughs) well you know they're like kind of the same
0: yeah sometimes you (laughs) eat some sweets and then you really want olives and pimento
1: yeah actually that makes a lot of sense i want the the salty the sweet salty dynamic that runs all of our lives
0: Yes, especially ours.
1: Yup. All I can think about is chalupas. Yeah. That's all I can think about.
0: You gotta wash that chalupa right out of your hair.
1: <laughs> if I had a chalupa no, in my hair, I would not be washing it at all. I would be trying to eat my hair. Ew. You indeed.
0: <clears throat> Let's manage that.
1: Okay. No, seriously, I, it's, it's all I can think about. It's all I can think about. I'm trying to lose weight. Well, it's not fun.
0: I'm telling you, you need to make sure you're eating enough.
1: You know, I know. I know.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> this, this has moved from podcasting to me lecturing <laughs> yeah, you on the just things we already Our actual,
1: about. real, day to day coverage. This is just our
0: relationship. Yeah, right. Welcome to it, folks.
1: Yeah. About um, me being a crazy idiot and you trying to talk sense into me.
0: Or just too hard on yourself. <laughs> um, this is not our couples therapy podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah, That's right. going to be our third one. <laughs> oh, okay. Next After to the Psych Psych Gags podcast. Uh, yeah, we're just filling up our week. Yeah, just you got the dude cast. We got this. We got the Psychags podcast. That's called uh, "See What We Did There," and then we got the <laughs> couples therapy podcast.
1: I forgot. I think you told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> called it "See What We Did There." Um. Answer: No, you can't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. you didn't.
1: But yeah, no. That's all I can think about is food. So I'm just trying to instead not think about it.
0: Maybe let's focus on. Our main podcast <laughs> that we are doing right now.
1: You know, you know, this is reminding me of there was a Mr. Show sketch <laughs> about a dude who's on a hunger strike mm-hmm. and he, he keeps trying to like talk like the policy to people who are there to see if he's going to break or whatever. There's a crowd amassed and he keeps accidentally talking about food. <laughs> like, and then and then at one point he goes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we we were talking about food. <laughs> I like just like can't get away from it. That's um, that's me right now. But we have a main topic for this episode. Yes. We're we not do. just we're not just fucking wasting your time.
0: Oh, we're also doing that.
1: We're do, okay, well, we're doing that too. But with a reason. <laughs> do you want to introduce this? Yes. All right.
0: I wanted and this is um a little bit new. For this podcast, it's the first time we're doing this kind of topic. Well, we sort of, yeah, because we've done similar things, I think. But I wanted to know about Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm -hmm. Because I know very little about what they actually believe and why they do the things they do. Yeah. And so I wanted to know more.
1: Yeah. And now is as good a time as any to just talk about the fact that we are aware that, you know, talking about. So we've talked about outright what, what most people would consider just plain and simple cults. We have talked yes. about those before. Yes. Um. And we have done so, I think, without a whole lot of uh, reservation about it. Yes. You know, we've been pretty direct about it. I think this topic feels like we almost need to back up and assert, like, a you know, like, our, our, our stance on things like this because of the fact that it's a it's a religious belief with enough people involved that it starts to you don't want you don't wanna sound like you're a bigot when
2: you right. criticize. It doesn't
0: the faith. it doesn't necessarily have it hasn't <coughs> necessarily earned the capital C
2: yeah title. Right. Yet.
0: Yeah. So um, to be fair and honest, we wanna say um, we are atheists. Yeah. I well we've we've talked we about pretty, that at length. we made it pretty clear. But you know, if anyone's just picking this up for the first time, we are atheists. Yeah. We are equal opportunity critical yeah. of religions. Yeah, right. Um and it's it's not to say we're critical of people who believe in them right. necessarily unless they're exhibiting some undesirable behaviors like, you know being mean to someone else and trying to get them to join their religion that's not cool but
2: yeah
0: um we we understand that you know people have a right to believe what they believe and as long as someone isn't being a dick to me or trying to get me to believe what they believe right then i'm open to having a conversation with someone and i'm not going to be a jerk about it
1: now, that said, I mean, we I will I will say this going in my, my after having done all my reading on this. I will say I do not find this particular religion to be any more or less silly than any other religion. I mm-hmm. don't find it more or less silly than any other. I really don't. So, I if mean, I, if, if I'm you, critical here,
0: if we were to break down the beliefs of any religion, they're all pretty silly. Yeah. In, it, in our terms, right. you know, and what we think.
1: So, having apologized enough for having opinions.
0: (laughs) I just, it's a departure enough from what we've done before that I I feel that we need to say something and let you guys know that we're not just bashing a religion. I'm genuinely curious about it, because it's one I don't know a lot about, Right, and I've wanted to know about. I've been holding off looking into it, because I wanted to do it for the podcast, so...
1: It's funny because before we started this, before I even started my research, I thought to myself, oh my goodness, what if we did an episode and what if our first real like major religion episode was was Islam? Like what would happen (laughs) if that was the first episode we did? You you know, you can't even talk about that particular religion without seeming kind of bigoted.
0: The thing is, I actually know more about that religion than I do about this one.
1: That's a very interesting thing about Jeho- the Jehovah's Witness Church. I think it is one of the, one of the reasons it makes a great topic. Yeah, is most people's experience of the Jehovah's Witnesses is maybe someone comes to their door or mails. Yeah, the flyer. it's
0: very limited but very specific.
1: Yeah, right. There's not a lot that most people know about the Jehovah's Witnesses. And Witness also,
0: faith. I have some great Jehovah's Witnesses anecdotes that I'd like to talk about later.
1: <laughs> well, you could now if you want. Should honestly. I do it now? Sure. Why is not? This a good time we're, for warm, it. We're warming up. Okay. We're just warming up to this. I'll one. do
0: that. Um, I don't know. why I'm talking like time. this. <laughs> Delilah. <laughs>
1: Nobody knows what that is.
0: Everyone knows who Delilah is.
1: Yeah, that's true. They probably do. She's big. Yeah, she is.
0: Um, <laughs> 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 so, okay. What are my anecdotes?
2: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Hey, you okay, remember? got them. Yeah. Got them. Okay. Um, so my first one, when <laughs> oh, my dog Gwen was so alive, bless her little puppy soul. Yeah. Um. She had arthritis, and we had a ramp in the front of our house. So when she had to go out, I would just let her out the front door. She'd walk down the ramp, do her business in the front yard, and then come back up to the door when she was done. So my pattern in the morning was to get up, let her outside, go to the bathroom while she's going to the bathroom, and then let her back in. Sure. Well, it was a nice day. So I left the wood door open and the, like, screeny glass door was closed. Yeah. I come out of the bathroom and on my porch are two men in suits (laughs) and my dog looking furiously excited. (laughs) She did not bark at them. Yeah. She did not alert me in any way. And I swear the look on her face was I made friends. Look at my friends. (laughs) Right. And I was just like I can't go. I can't (laughs) <laughs> walk away and pretend I didn't see them they see me and also right. my dog is there it's and I can't late. leave her outside so I go to the door and I open the door and let her in which I'm not thrilled about having to open my door to strangers but the dog made right. me have to do it Yeah. so I open it enough to let her in And I'm like, oh, did she invite you in for sandwiches? Because I told her to stop doing that. (laughs) And (laughs) and they kind of chuckled, and they're like, oh yeah, you got a really friendly. Oh, they said you have a really friendly dog there, and that's when I said that.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, they chuckled, and then they, you know, they did their little introduction, and I was like, you know, honestly, I'm kind of running late, and I gotta get ready for work, which wasn't a lie because I'm always running late.
2: Yeah.
0: And um. They went about their day and I went about mine, but I'm just like, Gwen, yeah, right, <laughs> stop inviting people up to the door. It was <laughs> like, pretty cute. She's j- she was just a sweet dog and super chill I to everybody. Gwen. I miss my Gwen Ben, yeah, she was the best. She was, um, she used to not as much when she got older. But she was an obsessive liquor. Mm-hmm. She didn't have that many bad habits, so we just never broke her of it. Right. And she would, like, kiss you on the face until you couldn't breathe, literally. <laughs> and when I was dating Ian, I told him, it was before he met her, I was like, she will pin me down, literally, and kiss me. And he thought I was exaggerating until we went to visit, and she jumped on the couch, put a paw on my chest and kissed me and he was like oh my god you're not kidding i'm like i told you she pinned me down like what did you think i meant she literally pinned me down and would kiss me until she felt like she'd shown me enough affection
1: she was sweet
0: she was she was a really really good dog yeah again not so good at like limiting the friendliness to strangers
2: yeah
0: but that, that was gwen that's one of my favorites And then, um, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, I know you had a second Jehovah's Witness story that you wanted to mention.
0: Yeah, that one was actually two, it was around the same time of day, but two female Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm -hmm. And they came to the door, and they were both really friendly. Um, They said hi, and they said, um, today we're asking people if they take the Bible to be truth and what they think of you know, the Bible and what's written in it. Yeah. And I debated in my head, you know, it always feels like a really long time when you're deciding what to say, but it's seconds. I had this seconds. same experience. I had this so very same experience. So I'm like, do I lie and brush them off another way? Or am I honest? And do I tell them I'm an atheist? Yeah. I think we might've talked about this before, actually. We have. And I said, um, actually I'm an atheist and, and before I could even finish the rest of my sentence... <laughs> she was sweet about it. Which right? I did eventually do. I basically was just going to say, I'm an atheist, so I don't take it to be truth. But I think they're good stories.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, But as soon as I said atheist, she kind of like jumped back a little bit and went, oh, then no. <laughs>
1: I'm going to mark you down for no.
0: <laughs> and then the like. um, the other... Later with her, who hadn't really spoken up to this point, um, thanked me for my time. And they both were very nice and sweet and thanked me for my time and went on their way. And I was like, that was really easy. Yeah. <laughs> All
2: you
0: have to do is be honest? <laughs> Someone should have taught me that lesson. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I feel like the the a few very few times when a complete stranger has forced me to admit to them that I'm not religious. I've gotten similar reactions of just people like, "Oh, okay, bye." Like it's conversation yeah. over.
0: And I think this is why we talked about it before. It's the fact it's that foot in the door thing. Yeah. They know they're not going to get anywhere with someone who's resolute enough to call themselves an atheist. I, Your mind yeah, I think is made so. up. I think so. You know that you don't believe. You're not calling yourself agnostic. Yeah. You're not saying you believe in something, but you're not sure. They could work with that. They could work with someone who believes in religion or has a religion, but it's maybe slightly different. They right. could work with that. But they're not going to get very far with someone who they would have to convince of a lot.
1: If If you're a salesman... You can sell a television to someone who mm. says they're OK with their current television because, yeah. you know, they like television. Yeah. But if you if you're trying to sell to someone who says, I hate television, you're right. not, not going to sell them a television. It's the same thing.
0: For a second, I thought you were going to say you can sell a television to a blind person.
1: <laughs> to a blind person. Yeah.
0: No, it's like a, I mean, I guess it's just kind of radio at that point. But yeah. Okay. Right.
1: It's a very expensive flat radio. Uh huh. I guess.
0: I mean, do they even sell radios anymore?
1: I don't know. Like that's a fair question. I think other than the one that comes in your car, maybe no. I
0: don't know. I actually don't know. Tune your iPod to it? Yeah. So Do they sell iPods anymore?
1: That's a good question. I think they must have the little iPods still. The shuffles? Yeah, or the yeah, right. They made the shuffle and they made Mm the nano I -hmm. bet the regular iPod is out. It's like who's bothering with that?
0: I still have my brick. It doesn't really work anymore. I haven't tried in years.
1: I miss that. That's a whole other conversation. But yeah. I miss that. You're getting real
0: off topic here. I know.
1: Uh so have- I blame me. <laughs> I do too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're honest about it.
1: But uh having established the fact that I think the Church of Jehovah's Witness is a worthy topic for conversation, specifically because of how little people actually know about it. And yeah. and the fact that it's like got a lot of members. I think it's worth talking about. So
0: I mean they it seems to have enough members that Almost everyone has had a universal experience of being approached at their homes by them, so. Yeah.
1: But that's about it, weirdly <laughs> enough. Right. Um, I will tell you to start with, the, the Church of Jehovah's Witness is one of the few larger scale Christian offshoots that is American made. hmm Specifically in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania.
0: Interesting. I
1: didn't know that. Maybe
0: that's why it is very common here. We're not that far from there.
1: Yeah, right. It, which is and, and of course they later rebased to Brooklyn. Okay. Which uh one time years ago while walking across the Brooklyn Bridge, uh, I noticed a building with the Watchtower logo on it and went, mm. "Oh shit!" <clears throat> uh, didn't know that. Hmm. But yeah, they were started here. Funny enough. Nice. Um. The <clears throat> the church is the creation of a guy named Taze Russell, who sounds Taze, taze? Like, T-A-Z- T-A-Y-E-S, T-A-Z-E.
0: <laughs> oh, that took a turn. As in,
1: don't taze me, bro. Okay. Surprising.
0: Yeah, not no. a name, more of a verb.
1: Oh boy, Don is freaking out about something. Joe you can't say tase Russell three times Or he comes out of a mirror and I don't know kills you
0: tases you yeah with tases. his Russell
1: <laughs> bro don't tase my Russells
0: <laughs> don't Russell my Jimmys <laughs> okay
1: um so uh the founding of this this of this religion is basically a part <laughs> of something known as the Bible Student movement uh I got into way too much detail that I'm probably gonna just gloss over here but. The Bible student movement endured three schisms, basically had four separate movements that came out of it. It was a sort of a...
0: Sounds uh, like a dance. It, it
1: kind of, the Bible student movement?
0: Yeah, first so, you got to get through the schisms and then you got to...
1: Yeah, and then you got to step to the right, do the mm-hmm. hokey pokey, turn yourself around.
0: That's, that's what it's all about.
1: That's what the Bible's all about. Um, the I I wrote, the cut of Russell's jib is this. Uh, He believes that, uh, among a lot of things we're going to get into, Jesus Christ returned invisibly to the world in 1874. Uh, This was taught to him by someone named Nelson Barbour. Um, uh, He believed that Armageddon was imminent. Again, this is 1874 that he founds this church. He believes Armageddon is coming very soon and that a 2,520-year period, which is known as the Gentile Times, is about to come to an end.
0: I think he might have miscalculated.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, here we still are, so I guess define Armageddon at that point, right? Define
0: very soon.
1: Yeah, right. Well, again, specifically, they thought it was going to come to an end in 1914, and that's a number you should remember.
0: Okay, and, and in these specific claims of armageddon and not of this religion a lot of religions yeah never someone claims the world is coming to an end when it inevitably doesn't yeah um they redefine yeah they usually they redefine. recalculate right they, well they either recalculate or they redefine and usually they sometimes they recalculate but that would be admitting you were wrong yes. usually they redefine yeah they say Well, it's not an absolute Armageddon, but it's an Armageddon of a certain mindset.
1: Yes. Actually, in this case, that's what happens. Uh, That is exactly what happens. Because instead of the world basically starting to fall apart, apart, they talk about what happens is that Satan is now let loose on the governments and the people of the world. Mm -hmm. Basically, now everything is run by Satan. And that's a mindset that I think becomes particularly... Threatening, especially to just any person who hopes to be rational, that the authorities of the world are devil influenced.
0: I'm I'm jumping the gun a little bit here, Mm -hmm. but imagine being raised in that environment where you are taught that yeah that everything is the devil, everything's run by the devil aside from what you know and how you were raised. That's very isolating. Yeah, it reminds, reminds me a lot of like amish and and other very segregated religions like that
1: many i think many belief systems have an us versus them mentality built into the back oh yeah yeah it's
0: kind of necessary
1: (laughs) yeah but the spiritual warfare aspect of this and other religions i think is particularly damaging to people's ability to like integrate into a society yeah you know i think it's just it has like an effect of like you you must necessarily Question everything outside of your immediate family, your church, the elders, and all that. Um, so uh, I think the the most important thing to to Russell is is this spreading of the biblical chronology news that the end is coming. Um, he the believed, end is nigh. The end is nigh. Uh, duck and Bill cover. Nye. The end was Bill Nye.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think probably that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. Um, he <laughs> <laughs> he believed that starting in um 1881 false churches would some uh, would start rattling to the ground um,
0: um code for any church that is not what you believe
1: right uh he did quite a bit to try and make people aware of this biblical chronology stuff this is I think a very relevant aspect of of Bought a lot
0: of billboards.
1: <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Hand drew some posters. <clears throat> did some mailings. He put leaflets on people's yeah. cars. Yeah,
1: he crocheted some sweaters that said "The End is Nigh" on them.
0: Uh huh. He stood on a lot of street corners mm. yelling about it. And He yeah. got a lot of other people to do it.
1: Got a made a subreddit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Clearly. The mm-hmm. <laughs> Ye old Reddit.
0: Ye old Reddit.
1: Uh, he. Basically, here's... I think this is really important <laughs> to understanding him. He's kind of legendary as a publisher. Hmm. And it's something that you you still see today that a large amount of, you know, like, say, JW.org, like the Jehovah's Witness main sort of home on the Internet and all the things that they produce, a lot of what they do is publication. It's actually a very large part of the, the religion is the publication and distribution of materials about the religion. Okay. Um, and this started with Russell. Uh, by the time he died in 1916, he had written 50,000 pages of sermons, books, articles, and tracts.
0: Do you know how old he was when he died?
1: I really wish I did. I don't know. Because, I I mean,
0: that's (laughs) prolific, but I was just wondering how quickly he did all this. Not only that, he had,
1: uh, by the time he died, nearly 20 million copies. No, that must not be the time he died. That can't be. I'll have to come back to this another time. It says 20 million copies of his books were printed and distributed worldwide. That's just not possibly in his lifetime. There's no way. Probably not. But then if he had written 50,000 pages, what's 20 million copies? That's I'm sorry, I'm going to have to do some research yeah. on that one. Um, <clears throat> but basically, uh, quickly to depart from his life and say after he died, a big part of what followed him was a battle over the leadership of the, the church, right? Regarding specifically the presidency of the Watchtower <laughs> Society. Um, there was sort of a coup Uh, You know, because naturally someone dies and then everyone tries to figure out who's left. You know, who's the one who's supposed to take over the business? Yeah. Who Um, does
0: Jesus love more?
1: Right. Who is the Chosen Juan? Uh, Well, it's Juan. It's Juan. The Chosen Juan.
0: The Chosen Juan.
1: (laughs) And it was Juan, actually. I'm amazed. Yeah, it was Juan. Mm
0: hmm. No last name.
1: Yeah, just Just Juan. Juan Juan. Juan.
0: To Juan them all.
1: (laughs) The, uh, th- what happened was a guy named Joseph Rutherford, um, who... <clears throat> that
0: sounds familiar.
1: He uh, basically ousted other members of the board. He was seen as an autocrat by people around him. Uh, he basically f- let people go and, and replaced them all with puppets, essentially.
0: Did he challenge them to fisticuffs?
1: No fisticuffs that I read of. Mm. But there were probably some mustache measuring contests, Ooh. I would think. I mean, that's how he decided manliness in, like, the early 1900s, I think.
0: Yeah, it's pretty feisty.
1: Yeah. Uh, basically, he was seen as, like, you know, like a bully. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in seven members of the church leave at this point. Oh, jeez. Uh, forming different branches, and you know, this is the first schism of the, the Bible student movement, right? Um, but those who sided with Rutherford and, and the Watchtower in general became eventually the branch we know today. Uh, you know, uh, sending aside a few separate schisms later on, they become what we know today as the Jehovah's Witnesses.
0: I needed a jelly bean. <laughs>
1: um, let's go back to Russell for a minute. Okay. Um,
0: Taze me, Russell.
1: I, <laughs> uh, it, I, w- I said it's not a surprise his inheritor would be seen as a autocrat, because the same charges were often levied against Russell.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, I thought it was kinda interesting, much like David Miscavige seems to have followed in the footsteps of L. Ron Hubbard in ways beyond just leading the organization, but actually taking on a lot of his traits, management style, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: A little more extreme than L. Ron, but yeah. very but certainly very similar in other ways, yeah.
1: Um, the you know, I think Russell set a tone uh, that was followed on by Rutherford. Um uh, people, people in the early, <laughs> 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 you like Russell, Russell, wrestling, and then looking at me, like the, <laughs> sheepish. <laughs> oh, sheepish. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1893, a collection of people close to Russell uh, published a paper, accusing him of a lot of things. Um, they accused him of having cheated at least one of them financially having uh published things under a pseudonym to avoid having to make payments to that person basically Ooh. pretending it was written by someone else so that he wasn't financially liable or responsible uh hmm. for paying this person back <laughs>
2: um
1: and having been way over eager to make money uh okay. to basically off of the publications and the, and the works of the church basically he was he was seen as you know uh
0: not being true to the cause yes. and being more about material items than yeah, the actual word they were trying to spread.
1: Probably bordering on financially abusive, you could say. Okay. Um, naturally, his response to this was to declare them all sinners and move on.
0: I mean, obviously.
1: Uh, more or less. Didn't take it particularly seriously. Um, but that's not the only controversial element of Russell's past. Uh, in 1897 his wife left him uh, over a disagreement over the management of the Watchtower magazine. Hmm. uh, Which she thought she should should be more involved with, I guess. Um, They had some sort of an arrangement that she was getting sort of boxed out.
0: But she's a woman. Yeah, right. You know? That's silly of her. I mean, what do you want? Thinking she should, like, be (laughs) involved in the religion her husband is basically founding? Tishosh. I was just going to say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that's always in my head because Scott always says tish-tosh.
0: That's true. Sorry that's anyway. where we get <laughs> yeah. 90% of the shit we say is from Scott. <laughs> that's it's
1: a pretty It's also good one. clear. Yeah.
0: He doesn't even listen to this shit.
1: <laughs> but his influence goes on.
0: It really does. Um, like that Celine Dion song. So in
1: 1903, his, his wife files to separate from him. She says he was mentally cruel to her. And, in my words, wouldn't bang her. <laughs> that's not what Clearly they said. Clearly your words. That's what I said.
0: The world has been cruel <laughs> to you. Uh,
1: Yes, the world has been cruel. He wouldn't bang me. That's official I court mean, documentation. <laughs> he didn't bang me.
0: This is a real complaint. Yeah. I mean, that's an important part of a relationship.
1: Yeah, sure. It's like legitimate grounds for like divorce these days. Like, it's, yeah. it's you know... Uh, She claimed he had an affair with a 25-year-old woman. Bearing in mind, he's getting Mm. up in years at this point. Um, Oh,
0: no. Not so good, Russell. Not so good. Not so good, Taze. (laughs) What do you expect from a man named Taze, though?
1: (laughs) He kind of sounds like a player, doesn't
0: he? He does. He's got the name. He's
1: got, like, a flashy name.
0: He's got that look about him in my head. He's He's just got a look about him.
1: He sounds way more like a golden god you would find outside a gym. Yeah. Taze. <clears throat> Personal really Trainer Taze mm-hmm. This is the story I'm fabricating in my head now
0: Yep, me uh, too, I'm there, <laughs> I'm with you uh,
1: This woman claimed that Russell referred to himself as an amorous jellyfish Floating around to different women until someone responded to his advancements Advances
0: Don't like that
1: Yeah, that's apparently he used the words, quote, amorous jellyfish floating around To describe being the lecher <laughs> He said this to his wife? No, the woman that he had the affair with. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, Still
0: weird. Yeah, still weird. <laughs>
1: um, I wrote a weird metaphor, dude. <laughs> yeah. Jellyfish. Weirdly
0: not, specific? Not Are sexy. they known for being amorous? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't
1: think they have brains, let alone really sex drives. I don't really or know how that works. like
0: organs that we would want yeah. to. Yeah. Mm, no. No. Nope. Too squidgy. <laughs>
1: One last piece of controversy in Russell's life that I wanted to touch on briefly. Uh, He had a wheat scheme going on.
0: Wheat scheme? Tell me more. A
1: wheat scheme. I thought that was a very interesting thing.
0: I might want to get in on the ground level. Is this like (laughs) multi-level marketing wheat scheme? No, not exactly. Like a pyramid-shaped wheat scheme?
1: No, this is a very flat wheat scheme. It involves basically two people.
0: Selling wheat to people.
1: People... Selling wheat to people.
0: Sign me up.
1: <laughs> I
0: think I can go far in it, this wheat business. Well, he
1: didn't. In fact, he was very quickly rebuked for this business. <laughs> You're um, not
0: allowed to sell people wheat. Give the people what they want. You can sell people all
1: the wheat you want, but you got to sell the wheat at a rate that is approximate to the value of the wheat.
0: Oh. And
1: that is where he fucked up. Mm. Basically, he uh, was selling a variety of wheat. I wrote this is the hokiest thing called miracle wheat.
0: Oh no, we can't do that. That's like hilarious.
1: Like that's if like if if the Pope started selling like like miracle pancakes. Like mm-hmm. like using the I'd fact eat that some you... Pope pancakes. <laughs> Me too. But of course, because why wouldn't you? But, <laughs> because
0: I want pancakes now.
1: <laughs> right. I like pancakes, but also miracle in the name is kind of funny to us and the idea that someone like like a well known religious person. Uses Miracle in the name. Yeah, it does seem... Mother Teresa's Miracle Blankets. Yeah, it seems a little... It's crass and commercialistic.
0: Yeah, and taking advantage of your role a little bit. So I, I really understand those accusations of saying he's too much about money... Yes. And, and not being pure in his intentions.
1: That's why I included this, is because I think it all speaks to character. It's a noteworthy thing, beyond just some kind of personal indiscretion, and although also, those are valuable.
0: Miracle Wheat is great. That was a great catchphrase. <laughs> it's a, miracle it's, Wheat. It's a hilarious name. But, I mean, Dr. Oz was selling magic beans, magic as we've beans. discussed. It's so not that different. It's not that different. And much like the many... But re- he got rebuked for it. Well, yeah. I mean, technically Dr. Oz did, but that doesn't stop people from coming to my pharmacy every day asking for the last shit that he talked about. Uh, uh, Hi, do you have
1: magic beans? Because I would like a magic bean.
0: If one more person asked me about that impronounceable thing that's supposed to keep you from having the flu longer.
1: Uh, I have no idea. I don't know what it is. I don't want to know.
0: I know what it is. I just can't pronounce it. There's too many syllables. It's not
1: not echinacea, is it?
0: No, it's... OXO-something-cyllium-something. Something. Is it it's basically airborne? It's in the same section of the store. Okay. But it's the homeopathic one.
1: Gotcha. <sighs> um, so about this miracle wheat, basically what he did was sell it at way above the average cost for wheat, which tells you an awful lot about the ways he was selling it, right? Mm-hmm. If it is, in fact, just wheat, or any kind of wheat, you got to do something extra to get people to pay well above market value.
0: Like, tell them it's a miracle.
1: Uh, The United States government analyzed the wheat and found it to just be okay. It's just wheat. It's just wheat.
0: Not even great wheat. It's just regular, (laughs) fine,
1: Um, food-grade wheat. The Brooklyn Daily Eagle took a lot of issue with the fact that he sold it for this (laughs) rate. Eagle. (laughs) Uh, They took a lot of issue with the fact that he sold it, uh, you know... At the, the the significant profit They basically called it out for being a scam Um, Here's what's interesting about this story In particular more than just what happened Is that obviously this is Goose chase I look around I search mm-hmm. a lot I go to different web pages I, I try to follow every thread Are they still selling miracle wheat? They're not still selling miracle wheat They are still trying to There are websites still trying to make the argument About why you shouldn't be all bummed out About this miracle wheat thing like, people are still trying to clear his name. Okay. Which cracks me up and says so much about how important this guy's legitimacy is to the whole thing.
0: Well, I get that, though. Yeah. I get that. Because if your founder couldn't keep his nose clean... Yes. And it raises questions about what his intentions actually were, that yes. puts the whole organization at risk.
1: I found it kind of funny. I found it kind of sad. The dreams in which I'm dying are the best, the best I've ever I've had. Ever had. Yeah. No, I found it hilarious. It's a mad world. <laughs> um There are, yeah, still websites, people going, well, you know, he wasn't the one who initially decided to call it Miracle Weed, they would argue. Or, you know, he never really made the claims about it being anything special. You know, someone oh, else did yeah. that. There's still people out there. Now, it's this, I'm telling this is like a hundred years ago. And people are still going, well, you know, the wheat was someone else's idea. Like, it's crazy. <laughs>
0: Now you might hear, okay, the next time a Jehovah's Witness comes to my door, I'm going to engage in conversation with them long enough for them to go. Now you might hear some controversial statements about miracle wheat, and I just want to clear them up right now. Yeah. That's not what he meant. Those weren't his words. That miracle wheat was put in his mouth and came out with those miracle words. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, really, I would love to try to sell anybody miracle wheat today. What would happen if I took a like a, a like a five dollar bag of wheat and go, Step this one, is ten dollars.
0: Call Dr. Ross.
1: Yeah, right. Just get him to get it on his program.
0: Easy peasy.
1: Actually, that is the best way in the it's world the to sell to anything. It. Just give it to a charlatan like Dr. Oz. You got like some Dr. bullshit Oz.
0: to sell? Give it to Dr. Oz. Yeah. I'll do it for you. He's
1: a hack fraud piece of shit. He'll sell it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, oh, God, do I hate that man.
1: So let's talk a little bit about the Watchtower today. All um, right. They are the Watchtower. And, and this this is not the first time I'm using this term in this, but I don't think I've really laid it out what the Watchtower is. Uh, it's basically the umbrella organization for Jehovah's Witness, uh, you know, run by the Governing Body, which is always written with caps, you know, capital T, mm-hmm. capital B, the Governing Body, a proper noun. Mm-hmm. That in, they are responsible for interpreting scriptural teachings, basically, ongoing. They are, uh, you know, essentially the equivalent <laughs> of a group pope. Okay. You could call them the popes. The group popes. I will call them the popes from that one.
0: Uh, um, I don't think they'd like that.
1: They wouldn't, they'd hate that. Um, uh, so,
0: um, am I the only one with um Bob Dylan in my head?
1: Yes, okay. What do you think? What are you thinking?
0: All along the Watchtower, what does he say about popes? Oh, I was still on Watchtower. <laughs> To my knowledge, he hasn't said anything was, about popes, but I'll was, get him on the line and I'll ask.
1: I was still thinking about popes. I just, <laughs> sorry, I'm pope crazy. Uh, I'm just got pope on the brain. Just,
0: I, I've told you to cool it with the popes. I'm sorry, you just, you just won't stop.
1: All I can think about is popes. Hmm. I'm just.
0: I'm gonna have to become a pope, and I don't even think they allow that kind of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, they generally tend to like to just have the one.
0: And also, they frown on. Women being popes and and maybe just women in general atheists and you just fucking hate women.
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um I'm doomed. So I would say uh here's a nice thing about the watchtower. At least publicly they don't declare themselves infallible. However, I think in practice they're basically infallible to their followers. Yeah. Um there or at least they want themselves to be seen that way.
0: I mean, they won't even admit that their founder messed up and sold some Miracle Wheat. It wasn't his wheat. It was <laughs> he found else's. that wheat. <laughs> it had Miracle Wheat written
1: on the bag. He they just, just <laughs> caught him at the wrong time. He was just driving the car, man. It wasn't even his wheat. <laughs> um, ri- ridiculous. <laughs> um, here is a quick list of things that the Watchtower have taught or teach today. I believe most of this is current. But, of course, I don't want to speak with absolute Certainty.
0: No, it's best to hedge a lot. Sure, <laughs> all the time. Never stop hedging.
1: <laughs> Never stop hedging.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get that tattooed on me.
1: Um, I I will give you the quick rundown. This is gonna be like a side effects list kind of list. Um, they believe they're basically the restoration of Christ time Christianity. Uh, that adherents are to have complete confidence in the Watchtower's teachings. Do not be skeptical do not harbor private ideas about teachings god's <laughs> only name is jehovah one of the bi- many biblical names for god which i learned is known as the tetragrammaton didn't know that four syllables joe no 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 not four syllables that's
0: three syllables
1: yeah i don't know why they call it <laughs> unless tetragrammaton. you're
0: pronouncing it jehovah
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway the tetragrammaton is jehovah uh also yahweh Anyway,
0: wait—he only has one true name, but they also believe Yahweh.
1: No, they don't. But Yahweh um. and Jehovah are basically the same <clears throat> name, pronounced yes. differently. Um The Trinity isn't a thing. God should be getting all the worship. The Holy Spirit is.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! If the Trinity isn't a thing, then who's Jesus?
1: Jesus is just a the best creation of God, not to be worshipped. Certainly divine in nature, not to be wor- not not part of God. Separate okay, that's from God. actually
0: sort of similar to what. They believe in Islam.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is that he's
0: a prophet. Yeah. But he's not the prophet, but he's a prophet.
1: And furthermore, the Holy Spirit, which is usually thought of as part of the Trinity, is really just the idea of, like, the force of God. But it's still God. It's not its own thing. You shouldn't worship it. It's not a part of the Okay, this
0: sounds like...
1: I can get behind that.
0: (laughs) But it just, it sounds like... I don't know. I was raised
1: Catholic. It's splitting hairs, isn't it?
0: Right. So to me... I was taught the Trinity, but I never thought of them really as three separate entities, and right. I don't think I was ever taught them as three separate entities. It's all God.
1: I think a lot of people do, but I agree with you, and and I was, you know, like, not Catholic, but the same thing.
0: But I think that's why when people come to Catholic people and are like, but false prophets, and you believe in, in idol not worship. just God and idol worship, it's like, but no, we don't, because it's all God. Right. It's just there is God. God and also the branch of him that is his son Jesus and also the other branch it is the Holy Spirit but it's all God.
1: I would argue in practice basically it's it's all the same.
0: But the yeah, they're like redefining it but they still believe all those things. They're just saying yeah. but it's not going like this and
1: that's someone splitting hairs is what's happening.
0: Yeah, and I I understand because the idol worship thing that's a big no-no. It's yeah. like you mm-hmm. might as well put that on a list of Yeah things that are real bad to do
1: yeah right god wiped a bunch of people out for fucking around with idols if i remember correctly um so that's one thing um that they they teach that satan came to earth in 1914 i covered that all human governments are controlled by satan i got red state vibes reading that oh my
0: god um watch the movie red state watch
1: red state it's good it's very very good um there's no hell you just kind of stop being conscious and then at some point, 144,000 chosen people are going to get to go to heaven because Revelation spells this number out. And actually, that is that's part of Revelation. There's like the chosen Wait, lives. how many people? 144,000 people to the exact zero.
0: That's not very many.
1: It's not very many, especially considering how many people have lived. How many people are Jehovah's Witnesses? They claim about 8 million. I know.
0: How does that <laughs> I seem right? Kn- I don't know. Your number should at least include all of your members.
1: You would hope so.
0: Or maybe even, like, slightly lower than what your member count is, because some of them might not be really good, true Jehovah's Witnesses, but you probably don't want to say that most of them aren't going to make it. This
1: speaks to Russell's pessimism about how many people he thought he was going to get. Yeah. I think. That could be a cynical take, but...
0: It makes me really sad.
1: It makes me really
0: sad because... think
1: about how competitive it must feel to be in an organization. Right.
0: You're You're already very cloistered. You're cut off from the rest of the world. You can't believe anyone outside of your religion. Yes. Because everyone is an instrument of Satan. Yes. And also, there's no guarantee that living the way that you live and believing what you believe and being cut off from everyone outside of that belief is... Going to get you to a place of eternity, of yeah. heaven, and yes. of making it all worth it. Right. That's why the majority of Christians live. Yeah, that light just flickered. It that was, was weird. weird. God is talking to us <laughs> through the Genesee <laughs> the bear Gen- sign. The
1: Genesee bear sign, our true instrument of God's <laughs> revelation. Let's worship it.
0: Okay. All right. After the show.
1: Okay. Or now. We could now.
0: I was thinking we would like do a thing where we get a beer and we like pour it over ourselves and we bow a little bit. Of course. <laughs> so probably not going to do that with yeah. the electronics. Yeah, let's not do that anyway. But where was I? Being, I, I was being sad. Yeah, um, it, it, well, it is sad. It's it's it. it yeah. Oh, okay. There I was. Um, <laughs> most Christians, like the motivating factor, is. Sure, you cut yourself off from a lot of things that are enjoyable, but it's because in the end you're going to go to heaven and you're going to have a great afterlife. You're going to have a great existence afterwards where you'll get to do whatever you want to do and all the things that feel good and all the things that are great.
1: Deal the square deal of Christianity.
0: Yeah, and it it seems what is motivating you to do this, to believe in this, if it's not that
1: well the, the flip side of it is if you fuck up <laughs> real bad you just there's no help you just don't wake up that's not so bad
0: That's true it's not as punishing
1: yeah if there's no as other help, religions you know okay worst case scenario game over man
0: uh, yeah I guess that's a trade-off yeah and honestly as an atheist best case scenario right. game over, man. I'm looking forward to it. I
1: don't want to live forever in any incarnation. I am you tired now. You mean I won't
0: have to deal with this the voices in this head anymore? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's exhausting in there.
1: Yeah. Do you is... know
0: how many times a day I'm just like really mean to myself for no reason? with I, No provocation? I do. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> I do. Because you're like do. that too.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, one, <laughs> of the, that's one of the beliefs. 144,000. Um, I wrote. Basically, they believe all the stuff you think about sex. Basically, they believe all the stuff you think about evolution. Basically, they believe all the stuff you think about
0: archaeology. Wait, what do you mean all the stuff you think? Like, sex is bad outside of marriage. Yeah, no gay uh, stuff. Evolution. No butt stuff.
1: No mouth stuff. Even if you're married. Oh
0: my goodness! I, even yes. if you're married.
1: Even if you're married. You no are mouth stuff.
0: Missing out. <laughs> I don't.
1: Wanna, I don't wanna even laugh about this because it's it's sad. It's sad as fuck. It's so sad. Well, the the amount it's of restraint on like it's uh, just
0: limiting. It's super it's limiting. Very limiting. You could have so much fun. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's exploring things. <laughs>
1: to, me, to me, the idea of cutting people off from their own bodies is right. so incredibly sad.
0: I i i don't like anyone being like, well, you can't do this with your own self. Yeah. The or ma- make up your mind if you want to like I'm it's saying, like, made the, up for you. The
1: masturbation thing in particular is like the shame is built in so early. Right. And it's not unique to them of course.
0: Right. There's already a lot of shame around that stuff. Yeah. Dude, I rem- I remember that shame. Mhm. Yeah. And feeling like I was wrong and bad for a long time didn't stop me doing it, <laughs> <laughs> but I felt bad about it. Well, yeah, you
1: I feel like you feel like a like less than everybody else who is in super denial mode. You feel right. like you're fucked up.
0: I read a story once about this. Isn't extremely related to Jehovah's Witnesses, but it is about religion and masturbation. Oh of boy, a woman Hopefully both. of a woman who was. Um, Young at the time, and she was religious, she was Christian, and she masturbated, had an orgasm, and immediately had a migraine, like a blinding, searing migraine afterwards, and was convinced that it was God punishing her. And she was super shameful and terrified of doing it after that. And then she eventually realized that it was just like, all the hormones and everything that yeah. release, it just triggered a migraine. It's a s-
1: stressful experience on the body.
0: Right. And, yeah. and she was able to later, like, you know, get medication for migraines and stuff. Yeah. But it fucked her up.
1: This is, like, one thing that I have, like, like very little, I guess, I, it's, I have a very little sense of humor for the idea of, like, people telling people they can't even touch their own body. Right. It's so, to me, it's just really, really dark.
0: I'm I'm very big into bodily autonomy.
1: Yeah. Big like,
0: into masturbation. No, I'm big into I'm bodily. here
1: to tell you, it's all right. Just put your that that okay side, like you know.
0: Um no, bodily autonomy and yeah. choosing how you want to be touched. Yeah. And how you want to touch. And if you can't even decide that in on your own person. Yeah. It's the one thing
1: you own in this world. Right. It's the one thing that can never be taken away from you is your own physical self. What an invasion that is. There are other things that
0: people say that about, like your self worth, but (laughs) masturbation is definitely (laughs) it. I
1: just mean the body at at large. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean.
0: (laughs) I do know what you mean. Yeah.
1: We talked way too much about masturbation. I was just going to move right past that one. But.
0: But yeah, but, you know it's important.
1: Uh, they also believe you should be modest. You should groom well. I wrote pubes? Uh, question mark. <laughs> don't gamble. Don't be a drunk. Uh, don't gamble. I wrote again. Or smoke <laughs> tobacco. So definitely don't gamble. That's what I learned from my own notes.
0: <laughs> no gambling um, and no smoking tobacco.
1: I wrote they basically no it, gambling, they, no drinking, and no and masturbating, no, and, and no gambling. gambling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're really putting a hard line on the gambling. To
1: say nothing of gambling. (laughs) Um, I wrote, basically, they believe father knows best, very patriarchal in nature. Mm, Yeah, Um, don't like that. And you basically can't get divorced unless you got fucked around on. That's a pretty serious one. Unless you got cheated on.
0: Okay, so, like, you were physically abused by your husband. That's cold. Stay in the marriage. He cheated on you. Get the fuck out of there, B.
1: I could be wrong. I would be happy to be corrected. But I believe from my research, that's what they suggest, is you really only can get divorced. Basically, you you, you could remarry, I believe, if your spouse dies. But the only way you can leave an active marriage, other than them dying, is, is infidelity. And I'd be willing to bet... That probably goes more one way than the other. Yeah. I can't say that for certain, but my hunch is that probably plays in the man's favor more often.
0: Yeah. Considering it's patriarchal.
1: It's the nature of the thing. Yeah. Um, punishments in the Church of Jehovah's Witness are... Pretty, Forty Hail Marys. Forty Hail Marys. Uh, and
0: then you're going to heaven. It's okay.
1: They're not really into the whole Mary thing, so not so much
0: i'm too catholic (laughs) uh no i just like the fact that catholics just you just confess your sins and you're fine and it's the exact opposite because everyone's going to heaven in catholicism hey do you think in like
1: uh 200 years they're gonna call the hail mary the yo mary do you think they'll change the name because hail is like a weird word we don't use that much i think they'll be like the what up mary in like 400 years
0: Maybe I mean they already have changed the call and responses
1: Yeah
0: I'm going to a Catholic wedding again this year And I'm going to be so confused You might be going with me
1: Well I'll tell you one thing uh, uh, Matt and Grace's probably will be That's going to be a Catholic wedding too
0: We have another wedding too Whose is that? Is that Catholic? So many Catholic weddings You've got two on your fridge
1: Yeah I'm blanking out (laughs) I'm blanking out because the weddings always just pile up horrible
0: friends we don't know who's getting married They're both in the same Those ones are in the same month Yeah Why can
1: I not re- Oh my god I feel like such a fucking idiot It's up there uh, I can move right past I can picture where it's I, I Anyway
0: Lots of Catholic weddings Lots
1: of weddings um, Punishments in the Church of Jehovah's Witness Are in a big way Very similar to what you might uh, recognize As disconnection in Scientology Or, sh- or shunning oh. Or shunning as it's yeah. done by the Amish uh, And they actually do call it shunning often In the Church of Jehovah's Witness uh, but the the name the name they typically refer to it as is disfellowship, which is just the same. Another
0: thing. word for showing.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so basically, when you do something bad, a committee investigates you. You basically have to go under trial <clears throat> by your fellow, your your peers. You know, basically elders, people that are you know entrusted with governance. You know, um, if you are found guilty of breaking those rules. Um, only your immediate family uh, in your same home and the church elders are allowed to talk to you. hmm So basically if you don't live in the same house as your family, that's it. you can't talk to them you know because they recognize obviously if you live together that you have to talk sometimes.
0: Someone's gonna need to pass you the butter
1: right exactly uh, but that's that's basically the the extent of what you're allowed to have. It, crazy enough to me, Uh, In June of 1987, the United States Court of Appeals from the Ninth Circuit ruled that they have a right to do this. Um,
0: It's a religious belief.
1: uh, To which I said, so much for the devil runs the government.
0: (laughs) I mean, it still does. This time it just chose to work with them instead of against them. I
1: guess so. Um Let's see. I put together a short, fun list of stuff you can't do. Again, this is not just specific beliefs, but prohibitions. No anal or oral sex, even if you're married, as I said. No celebrating birthdays. No blood transfusions. A lot of people know those. No boxing. No porny stuff. Uh, no <laughs> celebrating national or religious holidays, mm-hmm. no voting or campaigning or anything political.
0: Oh, well, they do believe the government is run by the devil. So right. So
1: that makes sense. Uh, never turn away your family unless of course they're disfellowshipped in which case and you have which, to. Of course, like you must. Yeah. You're <laughs> okay. not, you're not allowed to hypnotize anybody hmm. or be a glutton.
0: I was going to be a gluttonous hypnotist, so I'm really messed up about this. You're getting, I'm really going to have to redefine mm, my life choices. You're
2: getting sleepy. <laughs> oh, it's just oh I'm dangling God.
0: a turkey leg in front of them and then mm-hmm. taking bites in between. <laughs>
1: oh, beef and cheddar. Are oh, you getting sleepy? Just shut up. Uh, anyway, uh, so on that subject of prohibitions, I, I anecdotally, I wrote not only do people often die as a result of deliberately rejecting blood transfusions Mm -hmm. um and i know this is just anecdotal but there are cases where loyal adherents praise this as proof that the faith has done its job this to me is supremely uncool
0: and that person just probably just died yeah they didn't even go to heaven
1: right yeah they just died math alone they might not be going to heaven 144,000 versus 8 million. And they could have still
0: been here.
1: Yeah. They could have still been here. Um, I think it just, you know, it, it, it illustrates to me the ability of faith to make really rational, good people do and say some really crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, I find it really upsetting that people are willing to lay down their life because of something like a, essentially a paranoia of blood. Me too. Um, I know we have a lot of laughs throughout this thing, but that just seems so, so serious to me.
0: It, For me, it still goes back to one root thing, which is bodily autonomy.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You're taking away choices from people. Mm-hmm. And not just like, yeah, we make lighthearted jokes about sex and stuff. We could be a little more lighthearted about that, even though I do take that seriously. Yeah, right. But we're talking about life or death yeah. in some cases. And we're talking about... People making the decision of just dying or being able to live longer and be around your family and friends and have your life.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. And it's something so simple that is done all the time and not as big of a deal anymore. Yeah. And not a scary thing that it used to be and life saving. Yeah. And you don't get that choice.
1: It's, it's wild to me that they never moved beyond some of these things. Especially well, considering, as I have found in other parts of my research, they're not opposed to revising themselves.
0: They that, do it. Hmm. The, and, and that's the thing. Some some groups are very opposed to that. Scientology is one of them. Because it was written into yeah. the beliefs of Scientology that the, the only real... Parts of Scientology come directly from L. Ron Hubbard. What happens when your leader dies? Yeah,
2: right. Exactly. You have
0: nothing new. You're stagnant. You can't adjust. Yeah. You keep, quote unquote, finding something else that he wrote a long time ago. Yeah. If If
1: you give it long enough, though, I mean, that's the other thing. Give it 200 years. If they're still around and I oh, shudder God, to think they might I shudder to think the Church of Scientology might be around that long, but if they are, there will be, be, be people doing interpretations of that work, <clears throat> yeah. changing its meaning essentially, because enough time has passed that it's no longer
0: Well, I mean, it's already happening. They I'm just sure. make excuses for how they do it. But And it's interesting. I do wanna hear if you have information about it when you get to it about the these revisions they're willing to make because that's interesting I forget
1: the specifics um, but I do remember the the general story that they came from and maybe now story general story maybe now this is a really good time to transition into the one little bit of good news out of all of this okay Uh, which is that there is actually a fairly active ecosystem of like former members people who have left much like many other religions all religions, I would argue, mm. have some form of a home for the, the, the apostates, right? Is it the word, the, the people that have left?
0: Is that how you pronounce it?
1: I think so. Apostates?
0: I always pronounce it apostates in my head, but it's also a word I've read more than I've heard. Right.
1: <laughs> well, We'll leave it to the people who are currently very annoyed right now. Apostates like, or
0: apostates? You yeah, let us know. It's probably by apostates. hollering at us as we walk by. <laughs> God damn it!
1: <laughs> um...
0: There Get is your shit together, guys. You do a podcast. <laughs> Just look it up.
1: <laughs> uh, your
0: phone's right there.
1: There is a fairly active community of people talking about having left the faith. The one that caught my attention the most. It also happens to have a fairly favorable Google search ranking, so I found it quickly. But I thought that the I thought that the 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 stories that I read there were, were very relevant is jwsurvey.org. Okay. Uh, this is founded by somebody who goes by, he went for a long time under the name John Cedars. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
2: that
1: is not his actual name. Uh, he, after some time of doing this, and after deciding the coast was essentially clear, decided to reveal his true identity as a man named Lloyd Evans. Um, he, he founded this... Website at the and and I don't want to get the details of his life wrong because I think it's a very good story and actually you can find his story on jwsurvey.org under their about us page. They have a segment on his story. You can click and okay. go back to the blog. Um, the basic details uh, were that he uh, there's some there's some then this is where I go off script because I didn't detail all this out in notes. I just kind of wanted to talk about it live. <laughs> Uh, Part of his story growing up in England as a young boy was he remembered uh, specifically having a apocalypse drill in his house. His father had told him that it was time to go upstairs and gather the, the, the things they needed they were supposed to go and meet at the church because the apocalypse was happening now. And he went upstairs and did exactly what he was told. He went and gathered all the stuff and ran downstairs. And only when he'd get to the, the bottom of the stairs did he realize his family was just kind of sitting there smiling and that, that, that essentially...
0: We just wanted to see if you did it, yeah. if you do it. We just wanted to see if you knew the rules.
1: Yeah. It's something that clearly stuck with him enough that he made it almost sort of like the rosebud of this story. It was like the opening, this is one of my earliest memories.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't um, like that.
1: I don't either. I don't
0: like that because I have memories similar to that.
1: Yeah. Of like people. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Just like,
0: I don't like being tested to this day. Right. Don't test me. Right. Just trust me. And if you can't do that, then we have to adjust what our relationship is. Yeah. Because I'm not a child.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I'm not, what do you say? Jump. My job is not to say how high. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was an early part of his story and the, the, basically the gist of his growing up was that he was a you know, pretty loyal adherent even though at an early age he was kind of uh, somewhat skeptical
2: mm-hmm. of the
1: faith. Uh, as he got older, he went through the uh, minister's uh, training school MTS, which is basically like how you become the equivalent uh, you know like a, like a minister you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, He went um, he went through graduated or I guess received his certification. Uh, and uh, then a- as he got older and was basically like an elder mm-hmm. in his church and I, I'm sure I probably got some of this wrong so if by some weird chance anyone with the actual information on this is listening I'd be happy to be corrected
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, where he found himself he and his wife found themselves in a a like a local church where like the head of the elders organization was like this really sort of verbally abusive mm. bully type person who like to threaten people and force people and you know like it's like a like a bad situation like definitely an emotionally abusive a situation toxic
0: situation
1: on top of that he has his own personal shortcomings and stuff that he essentially confesses to some some sort of like emotional infidelity stuff some kind of pornography stuff that like then they interrogate <clears throat> you about they make mm. you confess all this stuff publicly write letters they try to basically destroy you uh, if you if you admit default. So
0: yeah, I don't like that. Maybe it's partially because I was raised Catholic, but I don't like that unforgiving thing of like you fuck up once, yeah, you're doomed. Like we're just gonna make an example of you, and we don't actually care about you as a person. Yeah,
1: I don't think the path to healing necessarily begins at being completely leveled. Right. You know, I, right. think, I think there is a point at which there's just malice.
0: Well, it's, it's basically just saying people don't change. If you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. Right. We're just gonna like let everyone know what kind of piece of shit you are.
1: Yeah, well, that's that's essentially how they handle things like this. Yeah, it's I don't very like that. public.
0: You know what I'm learning? Hmm. I shouldn't be a Jehovah's Witness.
1: I would not recommend it. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> the next sound time good. I talk
0: to a Jehovah's Witness, I'm just gonna be like. You know, you really don't want me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not I'm not you your... have no way of knowing this, but just rest assured, I know what you guys want, not me. It's not me. Not me.
1: It's not me. Burying. And then
0: I'm gonna tell them how I like to masturbate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Make it as detailed as
0: possible. <laughs> oh, um, I would not do that to those sweet baby angles because yeah. um I do think the people who do go door to door are very Overall kind hearted, yeah. nice, genuine people who mean well.
1: Most people in their dealings, especially with strangers, certainly with loved ones, and definitely with anyone in person, they're incredibly kind, compassionate, and and because that's what made our s- species get here. Yeah. You know, like cooperation is the mechanism that makes humanity work.
0: Yeah. Kindness,
1: compassion. It's all it's part of us. So a lot of people are really good at being nasty in the abstract. But not in, in you know, specific to a person.
0: Yeah. I well, think. that's why the internet is what it is. Yeah. It's real easy to do it when you're not directly confronting a person.
1: And I think it's a thing that's especially upsetting and confounding about organized religion or any kind of like strict, you know, a system that you adhere to is you can do some really nasty things because uh, it, you're compelled to. Well,
0: it's condoned. Yeah. When it's condoned by a higher power, it's easier to do. Right. Because you have the law backing you up, basically.
1: Yeah. Uh, so where where I'm I'm telling you all of this detail about this this guy, about Lloyd Evans, <laughs> mm-hmm. basically to say that after having had quite enough of this, after having left the country to his, his his wife's native Croatia, I if I remember correctly, and after having not quite fit in there and having made himself inactive to the church and all and having to tell his father and, and break his father's heart, you know. Mm-hmm. He decides to found <clears throat> jwsurvey.org for the, for the specific purpose of providing an, an anonymous survey platform for people involved in the church to express their actual opinions.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure maybe he has a little bit of a healing process for himself. Yeah, know I think that he's so. not alone.
1: Uh, he linked off to a lot of different websites as well in his story, the different different parts of this, you know, ex-Jehovah's Witness ecosystem, mm-hmm. people who have some particularly big complaints about the way that child sex abuse is handled within the Church mm-hmm. of Jehovah's Witness. That's an
0: issue in a lot of religions.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that they don't report often and that it's very commonly considered a thing to be dealt with in-house.
0: Well, clearly they're not going to go to... Police. I mean, they believe the government is run by the devil. So right. they're not going to go to any government institution.
1: You're absolutely right. And again, why I think this whole everything outside of the church is run by Satan is so dangerous.
0: I do think it's really dangerous. Yeah. And it puts in any institution, there will be victims of it. Mm hmm. There's going to be victims of abuse because there will be abuse anywhere you go. Yes. But in a situation that is so cut off from the rest of the world and from anything outside of this institution, it's very dangerous. It's very bad for victims.
1: Yeah. It gives you nowhere to go. Everyone that, everyone outside of the structure that is like part of the reason you're going through this abuse is unavailable to you. Yeah. Um, So while I tried to make this, I guess, the only good news that there is, there's still the dark side of this, which is that, you know, something like JWSurvey.org might be the only outlet that that someone who feels alone, trapped, or uncertain of their doubting has.
0: But at least there's an outlet.
1: But at least there's an outlet.
0: At least there's somewhere you can reach out to.
1: The internet and the anonymity that is provided for all of the crap that we have, you know, uh, you know, on our collective, you know, consciousness because of it, it does provide people a place. Mm-hmm. And so that's, I, I think, the positive thing I wanted to end on. I did reach out to Lloyd uh, via email because <clears throat> I, I wanted to know, and we may never get a response. I don't know how busy Lloyd is or if Lloyd reads his email, but I... I I wanted to know what is the one thing, aside from all of the stuff that I just talked about, the things that mm-hmm. are easily available to, a like, a, a bullshit researcher, you yeah. know? Outside of that, what is the thing about, you know, being raised in the Church of Jehovah's Witness they would want people to most know, the thing that they wouldn't necessarily have available to them?
0: I think that's a good question.
1: Yeah, because, you know, the thing is, a lot of people don't know a lot about Jehovah's Witnesses. And even on researching, there's just only so much you can find. I really do wonder what's the thing that is most, I I guess, critical for for someone who left for some very specific reasons of, you know, skepticism, rationality, having been subjected to a lot of abuse. Or treatment, yeah. I want to know what is the thing, the core thing. So I hope to eventually hear from Lloyd. Yeah, Mayer. I
0: hope he gets in touch with us. And not yeah. that necessarily we're a wide reaching podcast, but no, it would definitely We are not. <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely inform people who might not have another way to know about it. Yeah. So and I think that's important.
1: Yeah. So I guess really in- that's 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 what I found. That's my research of that's, the Jehovah's Witness. There's a lot of questions I still have.
0: Yeah, that's incredibly interesting. And I thank yeah. you for doing the research. And mm. also, long shot, but if anyone is a Jehovah's Witness or was a Jehovah's Witness or knows anything firsthand about it and you yeah. want to tell us about it, yeah. please reach out to us. Yeah.
1: Um, I've only known, I think, one, maybe another one I can't think of, people in my life that were Jehovah's Witnesses.
0: And I've they, only had, they rarely
1: talked to me about it.
0: I've only had the interactions that we always have yeah. of just someone coming to the door. I've never had anything longer than a five-minute interaction with someone who's a Jehovah's Witness.
1: I had a friend in middle school. Uh okay. and, and he told me very little when we were, you know, because the thing is, in middle school, I was super religious. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to know things about what his thing was, you know, what the... What's right. What, I remember him telling me that there wasn't a hell, that there was a thing called paradise. That people just kind of all collectively wake up. I remember that stuff.
0: And you were like, sounds good on that now.
1: Right. (laughs) And, you know, we were friends. We did a lot of stuff together. We worked on like video game mods together. We were like super nerdy. Nerds. Uh, I hung out at his house. I met his mom. She probably wouldn't recognize me to this day, but I remember her very well. Um, And just.
0: And we're going to say his name live on the podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I have no idea whether he stayed. I have no idea what happened. Um, but that—that's the very little I knew. They were great people. They were very nice. They were certainly never made me feel like I was part of the devil world, which I super appreciate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks uh, for that.
1: Yeah, but I—I uh, I think you know I would love to know more. So if someone's listening who has an experience to share, or you know even even a second you know second uh, secondhand experience that they think is interesting or relevant, we would love to hear it. There's yeah. so there's only so much you can find out by googling around on the internet. So,
0: is it googling?
1: Googling. I learned a fact about the word googling last night on the Dudecast. Something that people who listen to this might not know about. What's that? Uh, and, and this was told to us by Tyler, our guest. He said that the first use of the word googling that is recorded was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Oh, my. Apparently, that's
1: the first time someone was able, like, a tra- the first traceable time someone actually used that's, the word. that to be in
0: later episodes because, it. I mean, that show was like, what, 90s, early aughts?
1: Show was, or, show was around. Uh, Google was around in, like, 96, maybe earlier. I can't remember when they got started, but it was early.
0: I want to know what episode that was in because I'm working <laughs> my way through Buffy again.
1: Yeah, right. Ah, Buffy. Keep an ear out for it. You probably won't even recognize it now because it's such a dismissible word. Right.
0: Well, now I will because I'll be looking for it if I haven't already passed it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's right. that's Jehovah's Witnesses. Uh, I I hope anyone <laughs> who's listening who has any kind of like dog in this fight doesn't think we've been unnecessarily cruel. Uh, but there are things that we take a lot of issue with, and I yeah would, the- I would rather do that than be right. dishonest about how I really feel about things like the
0: that. The things that make us mad and that we're vocal about and honest about, I would not be able to be any other way about it. Yes. I It would be not genuine of yeah. me as a person and of what I believe in to say anything else, to, right. to give it a pass, because I wouldn't give anyone a pass on that. I agree. If and i'm not religious obviously and in part because i i can't let things like that go yeah so I, we have our things that are sticking points with us we we, gotta we, maintain we our have integrity. our belief yeah our beliefs and lack thereof for very specific reasons yeah. and, and i think good reason but we have to be true to who we are and what we believe to yeah so that's that yeah Mi-
1: Whip, This is a long episode. Whip, this is like almost two hours. This episode. Whip, whip,
0: whip. Oh. Whoop, <laughs> whoop, Bringing back the oak. <laughs> whoop.
1: No one knows what that is. If they, uh, well, they probably do.
0: If they listen to the last episode, they do.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, that topic covered in this creepy blinking this light Genesis to my left.
0: This a sign is telling us something. Do you know Morse code?
1: You know, I was going to say, when it starts blinking Morse code, I'll start taking it seriously. I mean,
0: the thing is, I don't know Morse code. I've never been able to master it. So, yeah. I'm going to have no idea what it's saying. Yeah. Speak English. <laughs> I'm uneducated.
1: So... Having done this very long episode, we will see you in another week with another episode of the Goose Chase Podcast.
0: Goose Chase. Thank
1: you very much for listening. Uh, bye. Uh, bye now.
0: <laughs> You've been listening to Goose Chase. We are Goose Chase Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, our handle is at Pod, And our website is www.goosechasepodcast.com.
1: If you have any topics you'd like us to research, please email us at goosechasepodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do on the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Google Play.
0: Want to go on a goose chase?
2: Ooh, yes.